Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life vantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on industry, one of the four pillars of belief. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast. This episode, we're talking all about belief in the industry. And to do that, I had the chance to catch up with one of our newest Pro 10s in the company, Pro 10, Tara Wilson, where we talked all about her journey in this industry, how she built belief along the way, how she found success, how she was able to help others. It's truly, truly incredible. So here's my conversation with Tara. Well, Tara, we've been talking a little bit about just network marketing and the industry, and I know you are a raving fan of MLMs, but the whole purpose of this is at some point, she's taking a picture of me and I like don't even have a face on. Is that allowed? I don't know. (laughs) Breaking the podcast rules. Okay. Well, if this picture gets posted, (laughs) I look a lot better about an hour from now. I'll put a filter on it. Oh, thank you for that. A good one. All right. Well, anyway, back to what I was saying. So at some point in everybody's life, they're going to get approached by somebody, a friend, a neighbor, coworker, you name it about, hey, join my network marketing business. So the whole purpose of this podcast is what do you need to know before you say yes or no to that question? And what I want to know from you first is what was the first time you were approached? When was it? And like, what were you what were you thinking at the time? So my job was wholesale mortgage and my stepbrother invited us to come to dinner for a birthday party on a wednesday night which i thought was really odd wednesday night birthday party yeah and he lives like you know 20 minutes away so that was a a little weird it was like oh you're not going to celebrate on the weekend for one of his children so after the food and dessert out comes a bottle of our first magic potion for my first company and out comes a success from home magazine. So I was like literally ambushed. (laughs) What were you thinking in that moment? Did you know what it was? What is he talking about? Because he was also in real estate. He was a real estate appraiser. So I'm thinking, what is this? What is he talking about? He started talking about we're going to make money and this and that. I'm like, I was like, I was more shocked than anything. So on the way home, my husband actually worked for a food broker. So he sold for the manufacturer, he sold food to grocery stores. He said, okay, buy this, you know, put this product on your shelf. So I was like, maybe you should do it. Maybe he's just telling you about it because I knew nothing about product distribution. You thought it was for Chris. Yeah. (laughs) And then, so we're driving home that Wednesday night and he goes, honey, I think it's one of those things. And I was like, oh. So then he's trying to call me every day and I'm literally like, doing the cutthroat, like, don't tell him I'm here. I don't want to be in one of those things because I had a neighbor. What did you think one of those things was? 
yeah, where, <laughs> where you bug your friends and family and you, <laughs> okay. you have meetings to sell product. Because I had a neighbor. <laughs> I had a neighbor that was in a company and that every Thursday night they had their meetings. So I would we would draw our shades and like pretend like because they invited me every week. Don't make I eye fi- contact. Don't make eye contact. I finally bought one bottle of soap that lasts like three years from now. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, because I mean, my experience, I don't know if I can name names, but was like my entire experience um from network marketing was be invited to Amway or Mary Kay parties. So I thought it was the industry was you had to like buy product from this website and then sell it and make a profit. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I and back know. then, like, I mean, a while ago, it kind of was. It kind of like was. the industry's evolved a lot. So that was my preconceived mm-hmm. notion that I was going to have to buy products. And then I was invited to jewelry parties. So I thought they just, again, they bought the jewelry and then they had to go do shows and sell it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that sounded like a lot of work for not as much income. And I was already working full time with a one-year-old and a seven-year-old. And I, quite frankly, did not want, you know, to be away. I would have given up half my salary to be home with my kids more. Yeah. Aww. So after several days, then my sister called me, my stepsister, and so she had already signed up and she's like, hey, you know, Pete, my stepbrother's on to something. I think you should at least check out the product because we're we're all health nuts. Yeah. And I, I would say that that's the only reason I was interested because I, into my core, have a personal pas- passion for health and wellness. So I tell people, like, what do we do? I, I turned my passion for health and wellness into a career. I love that. So she said, look. This was the exact word. She said, look, there's this, you know, big, big person coming. They're doing a meeting next Thursday night. Just come. And if you come, I promise I'll never bug you again. But she says, I think we're going to really make a lot of money. And in a year from now, if you don't do this, you're going to kick yourself. And I, I remember exactly where we're standing in our condo, our 1,200 square foot condo, looking at the little pool. And I said to myself, what if she's right? If she's right, my life could be different. If not, I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy. I lost an hour of my time. I lost an hour of my time. And Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's Anatomy, which is all I had going on on a Thursday night. Yeah, you can Netflix that now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, back then, 2007. Okay, well. There was no Netflix. There was no YouTube. (laughs) There's TiVo, DVR. So I went. And, you know, it's the iconic circles on the whiteboard. The Metcalf's Law, the so, trends. So while you're there, are you like, it's making more sense or are you? It was making more sense. Okay. If, well, okay. So first they go through the product education. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, as entrepreneurs, we don't sell products. We solve problems. And one of the problems is people don't get enough fruits and vegetables. And it happened to be an antioxidant drink. <clears throat> and so I saw, I saw, okay, well, I should be drinking that. And I could find people that would want to have the yeah. product. So I saw the sure. vision of, I could find customers. Okay. Surely. And then <clears throat> all my family was already in it. My brother enrolled 52 people his first 30 days, oh. including every sibling we had, every family member. And my mom was like, hey, I'll, I'll be your customer if you don't sign up. If you, sign, if you don't sign up, I'm going to sign up under your sister. And so I was like, okay. So I saw the vision enough to say, well, I think there's a market for this product. By the way, all my family was already in it, and all of my friends said no. One of you know said no to me for nine and a half years. He's now a pro eight on my team. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Angie. I was just going to say, <laughs> what's up, Angie? shaking her head. She's like... She's the girl that said yes now, not the girl that said no. But anyway, and I, when I, when she told me what she was making, and I'm making all these judgments about what she looks like and what her background is, because everyone tells her story, and I'm categorizing myself as I'm comparing myself, like to the woman who was to the presenting. woman that's doing the presentation. And when she told us her income, 
and there's like a 50 or 60 people in the room. I actually said BS. Like I actually said the words. And I go, there's no way. Cause she's like, I make 5,000 a week. I said, do you mean a month? She goes, no, I make a week. And I've, I'm a mortgage gal. So I'm quickly doing 5,000 times 52 is 260,000 a year. I'm like, and you haven't been in this a year. Like, and I'm like selling this product. And I was like, no way. I actually said BS. She goes, come see me at the break. So she opened her back office and showed me the little progression of her first week, not much, second week, and how it started building. And I went back and I sat next to my sister and we lived in a really affluent area and she didn't. So my mind immediately went to, well, everyone in my area wants to be healthy and yeah. everyone has the money to be, be yeah. healthy. So I went to my sister and I said, we're going to be so rich. You're like, you were right. <laughs> yeah. And my mindset was, if this person can do it, I can figure out how. So what, where, what was it that just clicked? Was it just that woman of her sharing her story? <clears throat> yes. I think if I had one gift, it's big vision. Mm -hmm. So I can say, I think this product would be accepted in the marketplace. I think there's a, a need for it. You have kids. Have you ever watched the movie Robots with Robin Williams? No. Oh, your kids are too young. Go watch it. Go watch it. The okay. entire... Uh, it's they Pixar. mostly just watch weird stuff on YouTube. <laughs> your like, kids would whoa. actually like it. Robin Williams is hilarious. Okay, It's robots. actually really good. So right. Robots. The entire theme of that was find a need, fill a need. I, I saw the need for it. I saw the need wow, for the product. I love that. So, okay. So kind of back to my original question. Thank you for sharing your story. I, I love that. And I think there's just so many parallels that people are going to connect to. But <clears throat> having been in the industry now for a while and, you know, you've had success, you know, multiple times, you just hit the top rank Ooh. in our company, um, <clears throat> our newest Pro 10. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what I want to know, though, is if, if you're talking to me, a friend who is just being approached about uh, network marketing, what do I need to look for? Because you, you talked about like other companies and, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Like, what should I be looking for? That's exactly it. Like there's, it's not, it's, I, so after finding out what I love, I've never had someone recruit me. I've always chosen the company. Like Carrie rec kind of recruited me, but she didn't really recruit me. She just signed me up. Yeah. I, I knew Life Vantage was my home based on my research of what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I always tell people, it's not a one size fits all because if I'm, I love jewelry, but I would never be passionate about selling it. It's selling products. Yeah. I love makeup, but I would never want to sit in front of a camera and do makeup tutorials. But I'm in awe of the women that do that make extraordinary incomes for makeup companies, sure. teaching people how to do makeup. Not my passion. Yeah. Right. Um, I love a lot of things, but I wouldn't want to sell them. So I would say find something you're passionate about because I wake up every day excited to do what I'm doing because I know that enrolling a customer or rolling a distributor, going out of my comfort zone, doing the presentations, going on social media, that my efforts will lead to someone making a decision to start a health journey. Yeah. Potentially. I love that. So number one, find a passion. Find a passion. Okay. So then there's a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of, you know, even within like kind of that health and wellness space, there's a lot of options. Like how important is like once you kind of narrow in in that passion, finding the right partner? Because unfortunately, sometimes in this industry, it's not like what you see is what you get. Right. And I think that's why people have this weird, you know, why they won't answer their brother-in-law's phone call. Right. Because there's a lot of mistrust and doubt. And, you know, there's been some scrupulous, unscrupulous companies in the past that have mm -hmm. had 
fly by nights, you know, products. Sure. And I, I, you know, for me, it was doing the research. Number one, I, I had been in pro companies that had extraordinary growth and then extraordinary fallout because they were selling commodities. I learned that from two different companies. Like if you can get the product at Costco, people will always go for a cheaper version. Mm. So I wanted something so, that was so unique and affordable, clinically proven and patented. Those Love were my non-negotiables. Okay. And then I wanted retention. So that's a pretty tall order. Like not a lot of companies can check all those boxes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like Carrie being here, I trusted her um, that she made a good decision because her and I were had a lot of things in common about what we wanted, yeah. you know, passionate about health and wellness. And as I kind of watched her silently for several years, um, I, I poked around and I knew that there was like this breakthrough. I knew that they had this flagship product. I didn't know what it was or I didn't know what was in it. All I know, it was, it was really good because mm -hmm. <laughs> I had been recruited several times by Life Vantage people mm -hmm. before I said yes. And um, I was with a company that did like DNA testing and custom formulated. So when I looked at the bottle originally, I'm like, oh, that's in all of ours. Like I, ha I take all those ingredients, not knowing about the synergistic effect the and the patented, yeah, yeah the exact formula. <clears throat> but I said the most important thing I want to see when we flew in in September of 2015 is I want to see what the retention is because if this product is that great, people will stay on it. If they stay on it, it means it's that great. <clears throat> so when I saw the retention numbers, I was blown away. It was everything that I thought based on what Carrie's organization, she was really generous enough to show me her organization, her numbers, how many customers, how many distributors, and the, what the subscriptions were per month. And they aligned with the numbers that I was told by the current chiefs, um, the CEO at the time, mm -hmm. they were, they matched up to Carrie's actual numbers. And so then I started thinking about the numbers that I had built teams of hundreds of thousands in my last company. And I, I literally threw my pen across the room in that boardroom. Guys, I, I was you. like, oh my gosh. Like I looked at Rachel and we're like, holy cow. Like we we found we it. found it. Yeah. And it's funny because we were very um, vocal and we had a good presence on social media. So we were very well known in the network marketing industry at the time, just our visibility in the industry from, you know, from our previous company. And I can't tell you how many people when they're like, hey, you know, of course, when you say you're making a big move, everyone messages, every top leader, where are you going? Because they want to know, yeah, yeah. you know, are you going to their company? Or are you going to something better? And every time I said LifeVantage, they're like, huh, <laughs> okay. Because LifeVantage had zero social media presence. And when I mean zero, I mean less than zero when we started. Wow. Well, so you, you, you find this passion and then it sounds like the big thing is just validity. Like, are they who they say they are? Yes. Do those products work? Do they yeah. have results? Can they back it up? Which obviously LifeVantage absolutely like, has. Don't go to a ground floor company because most of the time they don't get off the ground. It, I mean, that's, you know, it is really difficult. Startups are a whole different, oh, the yeah. whole different beast. I'm sure the original Protons would agree. It's like they had to go through the growing pains and the and the supply chain issues and the compliance and like you have to grow. Yeah. I was excited that the company was six years old before I started and that there was proof that the product worked. There was a lot of testimonies and then there was pro tens and there's all this, you know, are people actually succeeding? That's yeah. important. So I want to talk a little bit about like, are people actually succeeding? You bring so many people into your business every day. You have distributors who are doing the same thing. 
And I know it's important to you to really help people be successful. Can anybody be successful in this industry? What does it take? Uh, 100%. Yeah. I believe that anyone can. It's possible. It's not probable because people are quitters. That's why 97% of gym memberships aren't used. Yeah. That's why people, 60% of people get divorced. Like people are quitters. They don't want to put in the hard work. What do you think the number one reason is that people quit? Um, Which they, I, th I think also They goes... underestimate what it's actually going to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's also maybe why this industry gets a bad rap because it's like, oh, we're so excited. Look at all these possibilities. And then you come in and you get a no and it's like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I like to use like a sports analogy. I can't remember how many, but it was like Tom Brady, for example, from the time he was a kid to high school through college, you're talking about tens of thousands of hours to play in a game for about three minutes. Wow, yeah. And he makes it look easy, but you only see the touchdown pass. You don't see the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of passes that he missed to make that perfect one look perfect. So is it fair to say that you've heard the word no a few times? <laughs> I always tease my team. I'm like, I've probably heard no more times than everyone on this call cumulatively in 15 years. Did it ever get to you? No. Yes, it used to. And then I read go for no and then it stopped getting to me because I reframed how I think of no. Like you don't have them in your business before. You don't have them after. Nothing's changed. Why are you assigning a, a meaning to that? Yeah. Well, I think that's like the hardest thing is like, again, you talk about that excitement when you do say yes. And then when someone says no, it, it seems to just crush people. So I think people underestimate what it's going to take. It's like you think you're going to be elite and make the kind of income that elites make without doing any work, without any doing any kind research, of work. without elevating your skill set, without elevating your mindset, without becoming a person that's a leader. Like, you know, the marketplace pays for value. The more valuable you are, the more knowledge you have, the more skills you have, the more experience you have, the more you're going to earn because, I love that. yeah, you can help others. So what I didn't, I was never under the impression that this was not work marketing. <laughs> not work? It's, never heard that. I've been in network marketing. marketing a long time. I've right. never heard that. Oh, really? Yeah, actually, I said that at a, a, an event or like on a call sometime. And Rob Sperry, we all know Rob Sperry, the game of networking, you know, he actually put it in his book. He quoted me before yeah. I even knew him. That's and he sent fun. me a copy and said, hey, this I quoted you. Yeah, I never knew. I never thought it was not work marketing. I thought it was going to be work from the get-go. From the get-go. And yeah. so when I decided to join <clears throat> to March of 2007, I immediately went out and bought every book on the topic of network marketing I possibly could get my hands on, including your first year in network marketing. There you go. Makes sense. It, it it's made great sense. Like somebody, okay, okay, we both have kids. I don't know if you did this, but when I was pregnant, I read what to expect when you're expecting because I wanted to figure out. Yeah, what I did until it terrified me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, I've never been pregnant. This person is going to write a manual and have interviewed all these pregnant women and give me the cliff notes. I'm in. I'm in. So that's what I thought about your first year in network marketing is like, why not someone who's gone before? Yeah. Uh, you know, getting mentors, seeking mentors is being able to pull from their experience of sometimes decades in, in a couple hundred page book and give me the knowledge that I can add on to the going out and doing it experience game on. Like, we you know, that's mentors can shorten your time. I'm going to talk about that in my global speech. So you are going to listen to this after. So you're already going to watch my global speech, but that is, one of the things that I think people fall short is seek mentors, right? I love that. 
Okay, so we talked about finding the passion. We talked about finding the company, making sure they're valid. We talked about it's hard work. You said something that I want to just dive into a little bit more, and that's like you got to grow yourself. Yes. You as like a leader, you <clears throat> have to evolve. Like the person you are day one is going to be different than on day 10, on day 20. Like you constantly have to be kind of growing personally. Mm -hmm. I sign up tomorrow. Right. By the way, I'm not allowed to, so just hypothetically. Dang it, Kristen. But, um, I sign up. sent you my link. <laughs> I sign up tomorrow. What's your advice for me? <sighs> Give yourself an education as quickly as possible. Number one on the industry. Number one, two, on our products and our comp plan. When people are like, I'm not a numbers person, but you're going to have to be a numbers person. I'm not a scientist. Yeah, but you should probably really have at least know where to grasp on what we're doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. There's that value thing. Um, learn about the industry and more importantly, start developing a different mindset. One of my favorite quotes I heard in an event years ago, network marketing event, someone said, if you had everything you needed to go where you want to go, you would already be there. Right? Mm -hmm. So you can learn like the school of hard knocks. You can go out and you can get the door slammed in your face and you can get rejected and you can get ridiculed and you could be exhausted. But why not learn? I've, I tell people all the time, I've probably read 15 to 20 network marketing specific books. And the funny thing is, is they all literally say the same thing. This is not a complicated industry. You want to find people, you want to invite them to take a look at your products and services. Yeah. And then you want to get them to a tool like ITT, invite tool, tool and follow up. It should be ITF, invite tool, follow up, right? Then get them involved in the team. There but I'm go. just kidding. And so... What I would say is if you can't, if you're not already thinking like an entrepreneur, you need to learn how to think like an entrepreneur. So I read a lot of books about mindset. My very first book, I tell this, it still sits on my desk. My sister, who was my enroller, gave it to me. It's called Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life by Brian Tracy. Because I did not grow up with entrepreneurs. I was told to go to school. I was told to get a job. I was told to work for 40 years. No one ever told me to start a business. No one ever told me to expand my possibility of thinking. No one ever told me I could own my own time. I was you know, we are very in culture where our culture highly nudges you in the direction of being an employee, right? I'm familiar with that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. As an employee. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I, just I always think it's interesting when I talk to people all the time and they're like, get out of the cor of corporate America. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I'm the only person in the world that's in it, mm -mm. in the room that's in it. Now I'm just I teasing. loved it. I loved yeah. corporate America. I loved my job. I was not an unhappy you know, but I just didn't know that this existed. I didn't know this whole world existed, you know. Um, but we still are, we're taught to trade time for dollars. So when, <clears throat> like, you're going to be highly underpaid for a while while you're learning because you're learning. Like I liken it to like my son wants to be, he wanted to be a neurosurgeon. He's not sure now, but from the time he graduates from high school. So in, he has four years of med school, four years of undergrad, four years of med school and seven to eight years of residency. That's 15 to 16 years, which right now I'm at 15 and a half years in my network marketing career. And per our income disclosure statement, what a pro 10 earns, even the average is more than a, a brain surgeon makes coming out of like 16 years of college. But it took time. It took time. And you know, like you think you're just gonna like jump up the mountain. Like, no, I've been building myself, my skill set, my that. mindset, my knowledge. I literally, like, I haven't read a fiction book 
in 15 and a half years. I do not read anything that does not make me a smarter, better leader or uh, like a person like in my wellness industry. Like I'm always adding to my, I, le- I read like 19 hour books called like The Longevity Code. And it's fun because I always hear mitochondria. I hear my, mitochondria yeah. biogenesis. I hear NAD. I'm reading for the second time by reading, I mean listening, to David Sinclair, the, the world's expert on NAD and sirtuins. The entire book's about sirtuins. Like it fascinates me, right? Because we have a product that increases your sirtuin activity. I love that. So it, it, it adds to my belief. It adds to my confidence. It adds to my value. How much of that, you know, you talked a lot about just learning, whether it's about being an entrepreneur, about the comp plan, about, you know, the products. And it, it's one thing to, to read about it. How much of like the on the job training and growth? Like, did you make any mistakes along the way? Have I made mistakes? Um, I don't, I don't know if I call them mistakes. It's just like running in the wrong direction. Yeah. People think, oh, if you're running, it's good. No, if you're running in the wrong direction, it's not good. It's, you know, um, no, because I was. Did you ever say the wrong thing to somebody? Oh, my gosh. Like, I, I guess is what, I'm, is, is what I'm wondering is you weren't an expert on day one. No, I walked around for the first two years of my career saying, do you know anyone that wants to get healthy and make money? I didn't overthink it. So I'll just tell you <laughs> that I was like naive enough. I don't want to say dumb, but I think more of the better word is naive. I was naive enough to think that I could and no one told me I couldn't. So I did. I so like that. when I went to my first convention, I was the equivalent of like a pro four. And my goal was to be this rank called diamond, which was the equivalent of a pro eight. So mm-hmm. pro four does 10,000 a month. A pro eight does 200,000 a month. The end of June, June 30th and July 1st, I left that convention and my goal was to be a quote pro eight by December. I that love was, that. that was my goal. And I was naive enough to think that that everybody should be doing that because these other people did it. So why, doesn't why not me? Do that? Why not me? Right. Why not me? So I turned off my television for six years. No kidding. People are like, oh, maybe you shouldn't tell people that. I'm like, you want to learn how I did it? Or this do you want to learn which? You, you can make any decision you want. My decision was to turn off my television because the most important things in my life were my family and my business. And so instead of watching <clears throat> 20 hours of TV a week, that's when I built my business. And then I had, you know, this was a dinosaur age. This was 2007. There was no YouTube. There was no Netflix. There was no, um, you, there was no sending someone, there's no smartphones. I had yeah. a Blackberry. There was no sending someone a link. You had to go and do presentations in person, right? So yeah, the presentations, I, <laughs> I shudder at what I thought I said at those presentations. Probably the most uncompliant, ridiculous things, but people signed up because I knew more than the person sitting there that didn't know anything. And so I turned off my television for six years and I gave myself an education. I learned the comp plan. I learned about the products. I learned about the the need of our products. I was learning, yeah. I was learning about who would want to buy our products. Like I was learning about, you know, how to market these products, why we need them, what they're doing, what are the solutions, right? Well, I think that sometimes, I mean, I've been in the industry about 16 years. And one of the things that I see is that people like pick one thing to become like, they're going to be the product person. Mm-hmm. How important <clears throat> is it though? Like you can't just learn about the products and in hearing you talk, like, you know, the comp plan, you know how that works. How important is it to really understand how you're paid? How am I going to lead a team if I don't know tell them, if I can't tell them how to be a paid? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to ha- you have to be a leadership from day one. Like you have to lead yourself. Why is that hard? Like why I see this too, where people are like, oh, the product side is easier, and then they're gonna I'm, I'm gonna focus on the products, and they a lot of people don't seem to gi- give the same kind of attention to really understanding the business. Do you find that? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think personality types, it has a big 
uh, play in it, people are like, oh, I just want to help everyone. I want to help them get healthy, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm like that too. But I'm like, I also want to help them make money. <laughs> you yeah. know, I want to help people get healthy. No, and make you money. you are crazy smart at the comp plan. No, you, you know your stuff for sure. But again, I'll talk about this tomorrow. Is like that's a decision. You have the decision to be the CEO of your own. Like I'm the CEO of my company. I always tell people, Steve Fife is the CEO of LifeVantage. I don't work for LifeVantage. I work for my I work for my team. Yeah. I work for me. I work for my BC One. That's my company. So the degree which people will join my team and learn and grow is is all in my control. If I can't teach someone how to make money or give them enough information to share, you know, or you know, show them what tools to use and educate them then I can control my, I can only can control what I do, but what I do controls the speed of my team, right? Some people are like, oh, how do you motivate people? You don't motivate people, you lead by example, right? You inspire people by, by action. And so when I get into a company, I read the comp plan back and forwards until I understand it. Do I love it? No, it's boring. <laughs> do I understand it all? No, it took me a couple years to understand sure. dynamic compression and actually I'm, actually not even sure I understand it to be honest all I knew is if I get people in that we're just gonna get paid and the more people are in the more I was gonna get paid I love I that. have I never look at my paychecks and people are like I don't is your paycheck right I'm like I have no idea I don't ever open it I sure hope so I hope so I have to clarify it is right it is right <laughs> we <laughs> no, have but I have confidence that we have a system that, right. that we're audited as a publicly yeah. traded company no, it's definitely I have confidence right I, I wouldn't that. have partnered with, with life finish if I didn't have confidence that they were gonna get things right Wow. All right. Last question. You ready? Yeah. Best advice for someone who hasn't said yes yet, but is considering it. <clears throat> One piece of advice. Find something that you want to wake up and do every day. I am, I loved, I love what I do every day. I wake up happy every day. None, none of it's working. Like having to create a PowerPoint that's working when y'all are like, can you give me notes? I'm like, that's work. 99% of the stuff I do. I still need those notes, by the way. It's <laughs> not work. You see what I'm saying? Like, presenting is not work to me. Doing a three-way call is not work to me. Speaking on stage is not working to me. Like going to a convention is not work to me. It's fun. Like I love what I do. So find something that you can wake up and say every day, the the fear, the rejection, the uncomfortableness, the having to learn and grow and stretch and stumble and fall. Is it going to be worth it? What is the end in mind? What is the future yeah. in mind? You know what I mean? Like if you succeeded, what does that look like? You know, obviously financially, it's a wonderful at that, but like, what is going to be the the blanket effect, the butterfly effect, is if you do this, how are people's lives going to be impacted? For me, I know that they're going to be feel healthier. I've read the testimonies. I know that this product has changed people's lives. You know what I mean? So yeah. more and more. Like, I wake up and every day, like, when are you going to stop? When are you going to retire? I don't know. Retirement is when you stop working and do what you love. I'm retired for 15 years now. Yeah, I love that. Right? Yeah. So every, at the end of my life, I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, all the houses and trips. No. How many lives did I impact? So I, people are like, why do you still work? Why don't you just retire? Why don't you relax and travel and sit at your pool more? I sit at my pool every day and I listen to podcasts <laughs> or, uh, oh. you know, books, audiobooks, right? I read it probably, I probably listen to two audiobooks a week. I'll knock them out in a day. And um, so why don't I, because like, when am I going to say like, all right, that's enough. I've, ch I've, I've impacted enough lives. I'm good. <laughs> so it's, it's like addicting, I guess. So oh, I love that. what I would say is find something you love and want to do. And then if you're serious about it, take it seriously. I never, I never dawned on me that I wouldn't have to go to every event and read books and change my mindset. I listened to Jim Rohn's 
how to build a network marketing DVD, DVD, <laughs> I had a DVD. It was one hour and like four minutes. It's on YouTube. If you haven't listened to it, I don't know why you haven't listened to it. I listened to it so many times that my kids would get in my car and be like, how long is this? Because it was like, I probably listened to it 15 or 20 times over and over and over again. Um, because I wanted to like change, like I, I was going through that. I was getting rejected. I was getting ridiculed. I was scared. Um, so I kept having to just like reinforce it. I wanted to quit so many times. I didn't think it was going to be, it was harder than I thought. So have clear expectations. Don't overestimate what you can do in a, in a year or don't, and don't underestimate what you can do in five years. It is a yeah. process. I like that. I listened to Andy Andrews yesterday because he's um, Seven Decisions. Like, that's one of my favorite books. Gosh, that's a good book. You want a great book? Seven Decisions by Andy Andrews. And he, again, he was like desolate, poor, homeless, living under a bridge. And then he started making different decisions, went to the library and started reading. He's read The Greatest Salesman in the World by Ogmandino, which is also a great story, by the way, 400 times. Oh, boy. Wow. 400 times. It's only an hour. So 400 hours. Unbelievable. You know, I would just say have a mindset that a three to five year goal, because most people don't last three to five phone calls. They okay. call with their friend, they get rejected and they quit. And I, so what's my biggest surprise? My biggest surprise is that I, sorry, Angie, that I actually still went after the biggest rejection because Angie actually said yes, her husband said no. And I thought if the woman that was in the room, the one friend that was in the room when my child was born, in our, my wedding, I was in her wedding. She knew me, she liked me, she trusted me. I knew she was a little entrepreneurial. If she doesn't see it, what? how in the world am I gonna convince a stranger? So then I just went to work on myself and I just like, I better learn everything. I went to every meeting. I was like, I gotta learn to stand up in front of a room. So worst, my is my worst nightmare having to stand up in front of a room. I actually broke out in hives for nine months, probably almost a year. Yeah, I have witnesses. Wow. The, I went through college without ever having to take speech class. I was that afraid of speaking. Oh so public goodness. speaking was actually the biggest fear I had to overcome. And you've overcome it. Well, this has been amazing. Like so many just awesome, just pearls of wisdom within this. I know that people are going to get so much from this podcast. Tara, I want to say again, a huge congratulations. Oh, Newest Pro 10. We're so grateful that you did this. Um, thanks for all you do. And we cannot wait to celebrate you tomorrow in a big way. Tara Wilson, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the LifeVantage community.